Liftoff and the clock has started. Roger, zero G, and I feel fine. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 11 of Relationships Through the Looking Glass. We are super excited. This is our first live edition of our podcast. So we're going to see how this flows. There might be some hiccups, might be some bugs, but we'll see how we'll be able to smooth this out. If you're wanting to come up and join us, go ahead and click one of the call-in buttons or at top, or you can click on the phone icon at the bottom. But today we are going to talk about all the things that we discussed this month. And we'll also have some previous guests who can kind of join in on that conversation. So to get started, I'm going to go and see who I can bring up to call in or to talk with me. And we're going to go ahead and start covering some of the topics that we had in the month of August. In the first August month, the first month, the first month, this is not the first month. The first topic that we discussed coming into August was the topic of vulnerability. So with vulnerability, we had a really kind of conversation about what it is of it but at the same time we wanted to discuss why it's important in relationships and how it can make relationships um enhanced right so for that conversation our guest was mr black ovation with all things black podcast he was available for us and he's actually in wonderland with us today so i'm gonna see if i can get him to come to the stage and kind of check in and tell us you know after that podcast was there anything um that stood out or was there anything that he kind of enhanced with his own within his own life or how he saw what vulnerability means so as we give him some moments to come up to the stage, I'm going to reach out to Keisha because she's here with us now. Um, and what do you think about when I say the term vulnerability? Because that's one of the episodes Nicole was on. So we didn't get a chance to hear your feedback. So when I talk about the term vulnerability, Keisha, what, what are some things that you think about? Hey, everybody. Um, I think vulnerability is just a state of being really, really tender and open, sometimes a little too open to the point of actually getting your heart broken or accepting people, things, situations that you normally would not accept if you went in a state of vulnerability. Um, it is definitely something I think everybody have went through at some point in life. And if you hadn't experienced it yet, live a little longer, like my grandma would say, it will come along. So I think it's important to identify when you are in a state of vulnerability, try your hardest not to make any big decisions, especially when it comes down to relationships and, um, just knowing healthy ways of getting out of that state of vulnerability is very important. Right. I know for me, that was a, a eh. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> that was an icky topic. Um, and I was very uh, transparent about why it was an icky topic. Um, because 
when I think vulnerability, I'm just thinking, ugh, like threat, you know? I'm thinking, what are all the ways somebody can hurt you? So it was it was really interesting to to talk about it. Now, Nicole had a, a different view um, within that aspect, and hopefully she'll she'll join us here shortly to kind of give her her opinion as it relates to uh, vulnerability. But it was definitely something that it took a moment to sit and process, right? It was just like, I know it's something that you need in a relationship. Like you can't progress in a relationship without it. But at the same time, it was, um, how, how do you know <laughs> when to do it? You know, how do you I know when to do it? That is definitely like a question that still, you know, I ponder with from time to time too. How do you know when it's okay to be vulnerable and with who? Right. So the with who? Yes. The with who because is not everybody. Yeah. I just think not everybody can handle your state of vulnerability. Sometimes people use it um, to their advantage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just knowing when it's okay. And with who. Right. And that's that's what's concerning because if you do this with the wrong person, there's not really good outcomes. Um, so <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm really, and I really feel bad cause I'm not really a good cheerleader for vulnerability. And I know it's, I know you need it, but it's just, I think my experience with it, um, has not been good, you know? Uh, what would be your experience when somebody says vulnerability to you in your own experiences? Like, were there any indicators that said, okay, it's okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. Did you get any like indicators on your end when you're with somebody where you're like, okay, it's okay to do this now. That's for you, well, Keisha. For oh. me. <laughs> Spotlight on me. Spotlight on you. <laughs> um, I've had wolves in sheep clothing where they appeared to be um okay with me being vulnerable, and um they actually used it to their advantage. And so in the end, of course, um I got hurt and I just felt just so foolish for um showing that. But I can definitely say it's a level of trust to be able to um, be vulnerable with someone. Now, I've had an experience where I was vulnerable with someone and it was it was a very good outcome. So I think it's just knowing and um, trusting that person to open up and uh, be vulnerable with. I think it is definitely important in a relationship for both parties to show their state of vulnerability because now it's like the front is over. You're no longer fronting. You're no longer just seeing the good sides of me. We're no longer in that um, blissful honeymoon stage. Now we get into the, the depths of things. So I think it's important to have that. You know, it definitely is. It's just knowing when and with who. And with who, 
right yeah what would be before we jump to the next uh topic because like i said we can ugh. I, I don't and i don't want <laughs> people to hear like vulnerability oh that's a bad thing i'm not i don't want that but it's like um i think the challenge is always are you being how how do you know you're being vulnerable with the right person and 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 then there's that that also that issue with the person might seem like it's the right person at a, at that time you know what i'm saying right so it's like how how do we know how do we know when it's it's the right time for somebody to choose to be vulnerable I'm trying to get, um, we have Darius here from what the podcast. So I'm trying to get him <laughs> up on the uh, stage. Hey, Darius, welcome. Oh, did I make it? Hey. You did. Oh, snap, oh, man. I, I feel like I was calling the radio station for some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> You're so scary. That's I did this before, so I was like, I'm in the queue. Oh, snap. You are the nice caller. Yes. You are, you are. You're oh, nice snap, I can't wait to go see Yako Smirnoff at the Iowa Fair. Okay. Right? Yes. <laughs> and I also want to, we're doing good. I also want to hey. um, introduce Daryl, Mr. Black Ovation with All Things Podcast. He's also on the stage. Well, hello. Oh, man. What's up, what's up, what's up? There he I, is. I my voice. I know <laughs> the voice has entered the building <laughs> so now that we have darius and daryl the two d's what from a male's perspective we were talking about vulnerability and kind of recapping what we were talking about on the episode with you daryl that was on um kind of from y'all standpoint we, myself and keisha were just talking about how it can be a scary thing because you don't know when it's the right time to be vulnerable with somebody but you know that you have to be if you want the relationship to grow so darius when i use the term vulnerability like in in your relationship with your wife like when did you know it was the right time to start going in that direction uh i don't know if you ever know i mean it's not something that you can just put a chart on like today's the day that i'm gonna just cry in front of her it's just one of things that just if you feel comfortable with someone it happens it's not i don't know if you can put a time limit on like in 10 years i finally feel free enough to do it it just as it just happens right? it's just one of the things you can't control emotions sometimes especially as human try to bottle that up i know me i'm not the most emotional guy but i try well i think you do an amazing job from from the speak your life challenge that your wife sent in it would appear to be that you're doing an amazing job with it so we're going oh that to... was a good day you should see them bad days out where i talk too much and do something <laughs> stupid as i'm prone to do because it's in my nature but sometimes those are funny. Like, I think the, I'm speaking yeah. for my, sometimes the stuff I do that's stupid, like people find hilarious because I'm just really oh, yeah. dorky that way. So 
And how about you, Daryl? When I know, I know you you were on the podcast with us, but just kind of recapping, like, how do you know, in your opinion, when it's the right time to be vulnerable with somebody? Ooh, uh, <laughs> I would probably say when that person shows really how trustworthy they are. I think we talked about this last time. You know, you give people bits of information or bits of things that you know you you kind you kind of test them to see how they would handle that information so you know when that when that person is really seen as trustworthy then you can actually kind of you know kind of let your guard down and show that vulnerability uh, and what would you consider trustworthy like what what would you be looking for to determine if somebody's trustworthy or not whether or not they run their damn mouth <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. <laughs> so, oh gosh. So you well, know, uh, you know, it used to be, you know, this, this, you got to put this in the right context, though. That, um, you know, that old saying, "All in stays in, all out stays out." You know, uh, that's a, that's an old like country saying, but uh, it does hold a lot of weight. And when you're in a relationship with somebody, you know. You really have to protect and guard that relationship. It's sacred. So you just don't divulge all the information out about what the hell is going on. You know, again, too many people open themselves up for things to occur in their relationship to break it down. You know, you gotta there's some things you just can't you just can't talk about. That's right. that's sacred. That's that's yours. So, you know, close your mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet we to heard. Sweet yep. Close, Close your flipping mouth. Close your flipping mouth. Right. Okay. So, and um, Nicole's going to be here shortly to talk about her viewpoint with uh, vulnerability because, like, she definitely has her own opinion about the importance of vulnerability in a relationship. Um, and like I said, it's it's something that you need, but you just have to be careful because giving that to the wrong individual can have outcomes that not only impact you within that relationship, but relationships beyond that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, vulner vulnerability. Uh, let's share real quick. You can ask my wife if I do messed up things because she's on the other mic. Hey, wifey, introduce me to the team. <laughs> I love her. Like I literally have not met her in person, but I love her. Like I felt my energy when I was watching that speak your life challenge. I was like, that's exactly how I would do it. Like, so she's amazing. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me chime in real quick. Is this the one that I saw on your, uh, your page and, and the sister was talking? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. All right, now I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can give you some sprinkles or something for that. I, I thought that was actually dope. I love that. Oh, he's gonna <laughs> give you some sprinkles. He's giving and you sprinkles. So here's a question. Um. Oh, did you you did did you introduce her? Introduce her by name and everything. I was oh, just giving. I'm wife, so excited. Well, I I I didn't know because I'm I, again. I felt like I was going to the radio station. I'm not used to this. <laughs> How did you know uh, when so it was okay to be safe and vulnerable with Darius? That's the question. Can y'all hear me? Because I'm, I'm like on a different mic. Can y'all hear her? Yeah, we can hear you. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Oh. Um, honestly, it is still a working tool for me. I'm still working on that. Um, I was raised by a single parent, and with that, it became a whole bunch of, I'm going to do what I need to do on my own, independent woman type stuff. Um, but I'm still working on it. Recently, I have opened up a little bit more. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, y'all been together for that's something that would have to be especially like I like how you said the person has to be patient I know for me any individual who's dealing with me is going to have to be patient <laughs> oh, I I mean I I know me like I know me okay, is, uh yeah they call me Rapunzel because I stay up in my tower and I don't do anything and I don't go anywhere but um it's it's <laughs> it's safer that way. Yeah. So it's safer because but is it? Is it safer? Is it truly safer that way, Michelle? Is it? I think so. Right? I don't know who's popcorning, but I hear popcorning. I don't know. Okay, it stopped now. It stopped now. <laughs> it I think I it's popcorn, but and I know next the next live I think I'm gonna have pop some popcorn and wine. It feels safer in the aspect of you can guard yourself. And I guess that's the whole vulnerability thing, right? It's like you can build a fortress. You're up in this tall tower. You're not engaging with people. <laughs> it makes me sound weird. But it's kind of... <laughs> it doesn't make you sound weird. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of like the protection. But once she's out, she is out. She's oh, yeah, I'm a different person. <laughs> Once you get out. <laughs> I'm a different person. I went to see Mike F Friday and man look. Yeah, I, I love you. Off the stage. She was on the stage. I love me some Mike F. What? <laughs> I know it was like Mike Epps from Friday? Yes. <laughs> yes, Mike Epps from Friday. But um yeah, so I'm a different person with the right environment. But yeah, vulnerability is something that it's 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 a work in progress. So I'm glad you brought that up. And now we're going to kind of transition to the conversation that we had with Darius and Big Smash about speaking life into your partner and the importance of that. Um, and I will say Darius and Big Smash and just every, most of the gentlemen that I've had the privilege or we've had the privilege to interview have given me a renewed hope in men <laughs> because... <laughs> I'm like, wow, there's decent guys out here. Like to hear Darius talk about you, you know, and to hear Big Smash talk about his wife, it was like, wow. Like, I just had a conversation with my little brother and he literally just told me in such colorful words that 
all I do is hang all I do is attract lames and he didn't use those yeah he, he used some very strong language <laughs> but I'm like maybe that says something about me if that's a reoccurring thing I don't know what but it's it's whatever but um so hearing hearing that from black men talked about their wives it was so it felt good like wow so I'm throwing that I'm gonna because Daryl's been quiet. So I'm gonna throw it to Daryl first. Tell me kind of your viewpoint when you hear the term speaking life into somebody. What what does that mean to you? And what would that look like if somebody was speaking life into you? I'm gonna run and hide right now. Oh? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Daryl, did you run away? I'm, no, I'm I'm just joking. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Daryl ran away. Daryl's gone. No, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Can you hear me? I can't hear him. Y'all can hear him? Yeah, yeah. he's here. That's wow, weird. I can't hear Daryl. I guess I'm not supposed to hear what he's saying right now. Do I need to see, need to come back? I think that's the problem. See, he, he got blocked because he's a good dude. No, no, I can't. Oh, oh, no. Come on, oh, come out in. Your energy is throwing him off, so. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to translate for you. Y'all, hold on. Y'all can really hear him. Y'all yes, can hear him. Y'all can hear him. This yes. is weird. He we can hear him. Why is God blocking? Lord will not let me hear what he has to say. I don't know. Yeah, that's, crazy. Mm, that's crazy. I don't know. That's, that's weird. I, mean, I, can, I, can, I can step out and come <laughs> back in. He said he can step out and come back in. Okay, okay. That is, <laughs> y'all, that's weird. Right, I hear everybody know. Oh, who do we have on the stage? It's me. Hey, Nicole. Hey. I'm here. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hi. Hello. So we were talking about vulnerability. Um, and I'm going to let you, I'm gonna, we're going to circle back around. You saw I use my work term. We're going to circle back around and let you hit some high points because I really didn't paint a really pretty picture of it. Uh, but right now we're on talking about speaking life into your partner. And Darius has his wife with him that we heard him nice. so eloquently speak life into on the podcast. Nice. And um, Daryl's here too. And he was talking about what speaking life looks like. And everybody could hear it but me. <laughs> yeah, I, I even heard him. <laughs> you heard him too? Wow, Michelle, really. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> that is weird. I guess I'm not supposed to know what speaking life into Daryl is. <laughs> I don't know who you feed You guys can do it. I know. I don't know. Are you back, Daryl? Uh, yeah. I can hear you now. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Tell tell us. Tell me, because apparently the, everybody what, else. What was, what was the question again? What does <laughs> what does speaking life into your partner mean to you? And what would that look like if somebody was speaking life to you? So what does it mean on a general term, but what does it and what does it mean specifically to you? What would that look like? What what that would look like for for me to my partner is 
that I've done an intense study of my partner. Uh, I know women study men intensely, but a lot of times men don't study women like women study men. So, you know, that would mean I would really have to respect or look again at my partner to really look through, uh, you know, her appearance and the things that she do to really get an in-depth view of who she really is from the from the from the mental, the spiritual, and of course the physical plane. So, by me studying her, I I would be able to understand all of those those little nuances and things that would allow me to speak life into her, like her her creative side. So I'm studying that. Her humor, I'm studying that, right? the things that she loves, I'm studying that. And when she gets to a low point, I'm actually able to reach down deep in her and speak that life into her to, to bring her back up and actually to elevate her to the next stage. So I'm, 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 I'm all the time studying, you know, my woman. So that's the thing that I know a lot of men don't do. So, um, and with that said, you know, my, my, my significant other, if, if she's done her due diligence, which I believe a lot of women do, they study men. So she would be able to actually look at me almost basically in the same vein and shore up the areas of, 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 of weakness in me to, com you know, to make me into the person or help me to, to be, you know, develop into the, the man that I'm supposed to be you know, and becoming. So I, I guess that's what I would say. Okay. And I heard it. I heard it this time. <laughs> I don't <laughs> was know if so it weird. made sense, but you know, hey, you know. No, it made sense. It made sense. And since Nicole is with us now, how about you kind of give us some insight too, Nicole, for you? Like, what does it mean? And I know we talked about this on, on the podcast, but specifically, what does it mean to you when we talk about speaking life, but and what would that look like if your partner is speaking life into you? Mm. Uh, so speaking life into me, it's not necessarily like I'm everybody else's biggest cheerleader. So I'm not used to having a cheerleader. So one, it's um, being in my corner and understanding, you know, my passions and my interests and just supporting them as opposed to you know, questioning to death, which then, you know, puts some doubt in my mind. So as long as I like it and I'm intrigued by it, just support, just roll with me, just support it. You know, I don't need the second guessing because that, you know, would essentially tear down my drive to either talk about it with you or engage with you. But, you know, just be supportive of whatever my dreams or whatever I'm going, you know, for the moment, whatever that is, just, just roll with me and support me. And, you know, speak life as far as <clears throat> more encouragement versus putting doubt into whatever it is. You know, I appreciate someone that does um, can identify the gaps that I'm not seeing. But, you know, if we have a good relationship, we're able to show me the gaps to a place where I will receive it as that as opposed to criticism. Ooh, and that's a big one. How, yeah, the whole, like, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother topic, criticism. 
and it's definitely about the delivery for one, especially when you're dealing with the different sexes. Um, So for me, dealing with um, different styles of communication, you would definitely speak to, you know, the different personalities and the different sexes in a way you want to speak in a way that they'll receive it and receive it in an encouraging manner versus critical manner so that's where I think it's important to um, like he said to study your partner and to broaden your perception of your partner and you know feel safe knowing that I am whatever we are saying to each other is coming from a place of love I'm not trying to doubt you or criticize you that sort of thing right right I would need and 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 like you said and it's all the delivery like like, like the example I gave with my brother, my, my relationship with my brother is one of such where he can be extremely honest with me. And even though the words might come out like, dang, he, our, our relationship is one that's so we are extremely close. So I know whatever he says is only for betterment or jokes, one or the other. A lot of times it's both, but, um, <laughs> Uh, I, I hear what he says and I receive it. And that's another thing is like to be able to receive it. And that's something we talked about too, right, Darius? Like we can speak life into somebody all day, but if they are not able to receive it, what point is it? Right? You know, I'd also like to share, I, I was reading a book this week and it talks about um, being able to receive feedback and the depending on the relationship with the person is is how you will or will not receive feedback. So like, for example, if if an ex is giving you feedback, you're more, depending on the relationship, not likely to take that feedback versus if your mother or somebody that you normally have a good relationship with. So <laughs> yeah, the relationship with that. the person does matter. Could you imagine your ex like, you know, one thing, but you know what, then that has to be, are you open to that? Like if sometimes an ex can tell you, yeah, this is why we're not together. And it can be helpful, right? So I'm going to throw that back to the two gentlemen, Darius and Daryl. Um, uh, how would you receive that if an ex came to you and said, you know, I just, to, to make yourself uh, a better I'm human. To, I'm going to have to recluse myself completely. <laughs> on that one with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did wow. no such thing. I did no such thing. I did no such thing. I did that's a smart man right there. That's a smart man. <laughs> like, look. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, hey, I don't know if y'all can tell, but I've walked away from her. <laughs> <laughs> I felt for my life. We were waiting for the quintessential, oh uh, huh? What was the question? <laughs> right, right? Right. Like, right. Come on now. Yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> If an ex contact, if an ex came to you and said, you know, as a part of personal growth or whatever, these are some of the things that I experienced with you in the relationship that you might want to work on. Would you be able to receive that? No. Well, let's make it fair. How about an ex boss, a boss that you used to have? No, we don't want to make it easy. Work for. It's not easy. Because he wouldn't care about. I don't care about. But that that proves notice, so. <laughs> that proves the point that you know somebody that's in your past you're not able to receive feedback because you now have disregarded their opinion. Yeah. Right. Oh me, I. Bingo. I mean, 
Yeah, I can receive criticism from an ex. I don't know if I would. Here's the thing. Um, so would it be criticism? How long? Like feedback. Okay, feedback. That's a, that's a different word, I guess. Right. Um, I don't know because it's, if it's been a long time, then it's, it's kind of new to me. Like, right. You can't wait five years and be like, oh, well, you know what? I like the way you chewed your food. Like that's to me <laughs> now is dead and gone. Like yeah, that's six months after that's, I that's, that's, that's no yeah. Yeah, that's not helpful. It depends, on, it depends on, you know, what the feedback is and how long it's been and why you're coming to me out of nowhere Bingo. to give me that's this it. feedback. Right. You know? Agree. Because you can wait out till I'm happy and then be like, oh, I see you happy. Let me run down on you and tell you why I didn't like you. So, 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 Michelle. Michelle. Now I'm about to hop on somebody's podcast. <laughs> no, Victor, we can hear you. What's up, Victor? <laughs> what's up y'all what's up y'all just took a break hey. from filming a movie what's going on ladies what's going on hey hey thank you for stepping on the stage it's not a problem it's not a problem and daryl you were about to say i heard my name yeah yeah no yeah exactly so what so what he just said what Darius just said just i'm echoing the same thing just in case you know you want to ask me that question <laughs> you already asked it for me so you, you, you don't. You don't have to ask me to ask me that question. He, he answered. Yeah, that's not fair. Well, that's, thank you. That is. Honest. That is not fair. How? Because I, for, I forgot the answer, so you have to reenter, Daryl. Okay. So I what forgot. I said was it depends on how. Like, you want him to answer me to answer. I mean, I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Now that we have another male, because Daryl's pleading that he's backing out, he's not going to answer the question in his own words. I answered the question for him. He, he, not, yeah, he answered it for me. You, you know, you uh, see Daryl and Darius, yeah, you know, the two D's, so, you know, he, yeah, <laughs> he got it for me. Like nine years. Fine, we, we clicking, okay. Right we, we clicking, we clicking. He, he got it for me. He, he answered it. We here. <laughs> so we're going to ask Victor. So Victor. If a if a if a if a ex came to you from from wherever, I'm not giving the time frame, and said, you know, in our relationship, you did da 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 da, and I just wanted to let you know, so it could be something that you can work on in the future. How would you receive that? I would just I would just take it with a grain of salt and move on with my life because it's like you're not telling me you some you tell me something that I already know. You feel me? It's like because. After we done broke up, I've already evaluated like where did I go wrong and what could I have done better. So hearing it from you ain't really gonna mean nothing to me. <laughs> see, he, see, he just answered for me too. Okay, okay, okay. So I have a question. So what if the relationship is over and you're having a friendly conversation with this person? It's friendly. <laughs> and they begin to tell you, you know, what went wrong, what they saw. Would you be more open to receive then? I ain't never been friends with it, so I don't know what that feels like. There's he say he's saying all the right things. Cosign me too. Oh, he's saying all the right things. I mean, but no, even if she wasn't here, I'd say the same thing because I don't once it's over and if it didn't work out. Now, it's over. 
I mean, if there's no... That's just weird, somebody coming back into your life to try to, you know, uh, evaluate something that went on in the past and then yeah, give like, some feedback. That's, it's just weird. It's weird to me. It's weird. 10 years coming back like, hey, man, remember you ran that 40 wrong? Here's what you should have did. Okay, what if, it, what, what if a lot of time hasn't passed? What if it was a short amount of time? You know, what if it was somebody's trying to going through something and doing a whole journey of personal growth and they're, you know, or somebody going through it. Yeah, like somebody could be going through a, an AA was Alcohol Anonymous program, and they yeah, you gotta go have to make amends. Well, let, let me add let me add to the to the to the discussion here. So another part of the feedback is the identity of it. So like it triggers something within us. So our own issues. So if someone was saying, "Oh, whatever you wear in blue shirts on Thursdays." triggers something then they're not Nicole does not like blue shirts y'all she does not like blue shirts <laughs> I'm just saying that that is that is her go-to example every not makes my eye twitch why don't you like blue shirts she don't like blue shirts, man. Color, because oh I'm used to do because I'm used to talking with men, and men can identify a blue shirt. It makes the light bulb go on with them. So when I say blue shirt, they're like, "Yeah, I get it." So I'm just trying to talk how you receive. I don't, I don't know, but I work at Best Buy. We have to wear blue shirts. Oh my gosh! I offend you with my blue shirt. But you know, you automatically can see a blue shirt in your mind. So yeah, I use it. That's why I use it. <laughs> okay, so the females then, the females. So we have heard from the men, and they're saying, no, they don't even want to hear what you have to say. How about the females on the call? Because I know for me, depending on the the nature of how the separation happened, right? If the separation happened and it was really nasty, then I probably would not be able to receive. We, we, no, we didn't get that option. He was just told if she showed up, we had to take what she was about to say and process. Well, I'm talking about if you guys had amicable, an amicable, like, no. you went to. Why didn't we get that option? Because if we told that that was going to be Oh, my God. And be like, hey, uh, brother, nah. I would be open. Hey, hey, hey Dad's gonna speak no. for me to, uh, for the rest of the, uh, the interview. So I'm, I'm he, no, he, 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 he's got it. He's got it. He, that's my dude there. right now. That's no. my dude. That's my dude. He, <laughs> get, he killing it. He's killing it. He's on the captain now. I well, females. Okay, <laughs> okay. Nicole and Keisha, would you be able to? Because I know I've had, I've had. He, he has come back in, in grand asshole fashion, and was very specific about you do this and you do this and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, okay. I, yeah, you know, and, and it allowed, cause one thing he came back and told me <clears throat> was I was a runner and I was never really aware of that until he brought it to my attention. But when he did, I was able to address it. And I'm, I'm very much so a runner. And any, if something gets too emotionally intense, I'm escaping one way or the other, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't something that I was aware of. So it was helpful, you know? So Nicole and Keisha, would you all be able to receive feedback from an ex? Um, well, well, I know Nicole says she don't talk to exes. So let's be hypothetical. I really don't. Oh no, she's she's next. We're gonna hear from her too. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. 
No problem. Um, I really don't either. Once um the relationship is over, it's kind of over. But I did have a situation um with one guy just before he got blocked on social media, telephone, everything. Um, where we had a conversation and it was like kind of we wouldn't really it was more so of an argument, but I'm the type of person if somebody said something say something to me. Um, and it may seem like they're criticizing me. I kind of go back and process it and filter it out. Okay, could this be true? Is it? Does this apply to me? If not, I dump it. So um, that's kind of happened to me one time. Now I've had folks once they see you happy, they try to come back around. But um, in that sense. I could not receive it while we was in the midst of the conversation slash argument. But once I processed some of it, I mean, he never knew. But after I processed it, some of it, I was able to see like, you know what? That's kind of true. So, right. So it's, a, it's an opportunity for self-growth, right? Yeah. I can, you know, make the necessary changes as I move forward. So, yeah. All right, Miss Chambers, your turn. Wait, um, I, I wanted to say mine really quick. Oh, okay. Okay, so no, I don't associate or speak with any exes. However, um, I have been able, like through my own research of relationships, I've been able to see my own behavior and how it contributed to the demise. So not that the ex specifically told me you should have done blah, 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 but I can see like, ooh, in that relationship, I didn't do blah, 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 which probably contributed to the failure of it. Got you. And he probably wore a lot of blue shirts. Just saying. Um, so <laughs> my 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 it color is yellow, so ah, can't do it. Bright colors, bleh. So okay, now Miss Chambers, would you be able to receive an ex coming to you and saying, "Hey, you know, I just thought maybe you might want to know this, so you can work on it." The only ex that I know is just the time the father of my son, so no. You said no. And I will talk to him. Even if he came with me came to me with some stuff like I may like the I'm sorry, I don't know your name. But I, like the other girl said, depending on our relationship, if we do have a good co parenting relationship, um, maybe I'll listen to what he has to say, but if it has anything to do with the relationship, I'm just going to cut it off because he didn't work out. You know, I love you to death because you're the father of my son. There's nothing right. that you particularly can say to me about what's going on in my household. Just like I can't say anything to you about what's going on in yours. Right, right. So... <laughs> The next question, the next topic that we did talk about uh, this month was personality types. And it was really interesting to see how different personalities have an impact. There's actually literature in reports that show how different personalities have an impact on the uh, quality of relationships. And I know on the podcast, we had one extrovert and two introverts for that session. So, and Nicole kind of felt like the odd man out. So I'm going to ask everyone on here, what do you identify as? Everybody pretty much knows I identify as being introverted. Um, I already know what Keisha is. I'm pretty sure everybody else does too. But Keisha, go ahead and tell them what you identify as. 
really gamma. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, the gamma chick. I can kind of see myself in all of them just a tad. No, the extrovert or introvert? Oh, I'm definitely an extrovert. Definitely. She is definitely an extrovert. I'm just saying. <laughs> How about Darius? How what are, what would you classify yourself as? An extra or intro? Ambi. I'm an ambivert. Okay. All right. Ooh, and this, you know I knew that. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I can be both. It depends on the situation. Um, like settings like this, uh, group of people, lots of people I can be both. It depends on the setting, like around by people I don't know. I'm more inside myself. Um, sometimes it's at home. Depends. It just depends on the situation, but I can be both. But I'm more introvert, I would say, I guess. Okay. So, question: When you're when you're relating with people, does it give you energy, or does it take energy from you? Well, um, it depends on like again, it depends on the situation. Because if I'm around people I don't know, I feel myself being drained just being around people, especially like large groups. Um, but like settings like this, I get energy from talking to people, and I know the situation, or I know somebody around it. And I feel pumped. Um, I think that's the thing about podcasting that really has brought something out of me because doing that when that red light turns on, I get more energy. Um, Trying to be both more introvert than introvert, but I try. And how about Miss Chambers? Um, I'm a little bit of a both as well. It, it really depends. I'm definitely a homebody, but I am starting to break out more now. Um, but, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I'm, oh. I'm definitely a little bit of both. Let me tell y'all how oh. I know she, she didn't keep real with y'all. We can go to Walmart right now. First off, <laughs> 50 people she know, they're all right up on. I can go to Walmart Aww. right now and don't nobody see it. Me it's neither. I like ninja. It was my professions that I've had. <laughs> And I was out in the community a lot, so I, a lot of people, if, even if I don't know them, they would know my face. Right. Right. Are we trying to cut it out? My bad. Y'all are so cute. <laughs> I know. How about you, Daryl? Daryl? Yeah, Daryl oh. just spoke for me. So. Oh, gosh. You cannot. Oh you cannot <laughs> keep doing this. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm, I'm a little bit of both as well, though. Uh, it, it's definitely situational. You know what I'm saying? And definitely, um, you know, just it, it depends on what I'm, you know, what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling. You know, how the conversation is going. And you know, are people really, you know, into having fun and and that kind of stuff, or if they out here just, you know, faking the funk or whatever, man. It's just, you know, it's just, it really just depends. So, you know, I'm, 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 it's situational, and I can be a little bit of both. Okay, I'll take that answer. You're copying off of people's paper. I'll take it. I'll take it. How about you, Victor? That's how, that's how I got. That's how I got through school, man. I do people watch before I feel my energy rise. Like if I look at the situation, it's like it's a bunch of lame people who ain't gonna get my humor or what I got to say. I'm gonna just reserve myself. But like I said, if it's people who I know, I can joke and laugh and you know be around like that. And it also depends on my mood. I've been, you know, we had a lot of things kind of hard. Are you a Gemini? I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. Oh, 
<laughs> Hi, Victor. Are you still with us, Victor? What would you classify yes, yourself as? I identify myself as the extroverted introvert like some other people on here, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm introverted, but I know how to turn it on to be an extrovert. Yeah, you, I, and I've definitely seen it, so you're absolutely correct. So it looks like I'm, I'm outnumbered here because I'm kind of the ninja. Like, if I go out, I really intend on not being seen. I do everything I purposely can not to be seen. Um, and when people do see me, if I see them first, they won't see me. So it's, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, I, I agree I, with that so much. Yeah. If I see you first, you're not going to see me. Um, and if I'll have my headphones on and there won't be anything in the headphones just so people won't that talk to me. Like, here. yeah, it's, it's kind of who I am. But if you know me and if you're in my inner circle, it's a whole different experience. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I'm very talkative um, and very, I wouldn't say outgoing, um, but well, I'm not a Well, well, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm well once she's out, y'all, she is definitely out. You just got to get her out of the castle. <laughs> okay, so let's okay so, okay so let's hear some stories. Let's hear some stories. Either, either. Oh, no. Well, well, let's, let's, let's let's go. Let's go. Let's not. Let's not. Well, not. <laughs> nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. Michelle can be a lot of fun. She just have to get out. You know, like oh, a, you know. For instance, at first when we got to Comedy House, she was a little nervous because you know with some extra people around but once she got comfortable she got loose it was covid it was covid that's what i was nervous of (laughs) that's that's what i was nervous about y'all sitting way too close (laughs) i'm out here risking it all like that risking it all dang it and you all in my space but um yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not an extrovert to the point of I won't do stuff. You just might have to, you might have to ask me a, a couple times and then I'm like, okay, I'm out. Because I think everything you've asked me to go to, Keisha, I've gone. Right? So Yeah, because I won't leave you alone. I keep bugging you until you do it. So Yeah. Well, once you got there, you had fun. It was just I did. getting her out the castle. That's the big yeah. part. Yeah. How do you all think that impacts relationships though? when you have somebody who's extroverted, like two extroverts or two introverts, because mostly everybody on here is saying they're both. Like I'm not, I can't claim being an extrovert because being around people drain me, you know, even after, um, thanks Victor. Even after going out to see Mike Epps, um, which that was great. That next day I was just like drained for the rest of the day. Like all I did was, veg out so how do you think that looks in a relationship when you have somebody who's extroverted and introverted because if you have two extroverts you know that looks like that just sounds exhausting to me i'm sorry so if you have two (laughs) extroverts you guys are all ambiverts so i guess it all works out for you guys right like is there any a time where somebody wants to do something and you rather not oh yeah Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And the one talking is, is a perfect example. <laughs> the one that is coughing is a perfect example. Yeah, 
So you still want him to speak for you? Yep. <laughs> I might want to get out of the boat now. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more coffee and off the paper. All right, all right, all right. We, we, we disconnected at this one. Go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. Come back after this question, baby. I'll let you know. This ain't the question you want to ride with me on, brother. This ain't the one. Um, okay, I'm not really, I don't really do much. Like, I'm old. Like, I work. Like, I'm home. You're not old, but okay. I'm older. He did run the streets. He told us about it. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I believe it. Not further. Oh my gosh. Um, so I mean I try to do stuff with again with my I, my energy level and sometimes I just be like, man, I want to do better. Don't. So I need to work on getting better with that. Um sometimes it just gives me so much in my head going on at work and this and that and I don't know I know so you guys kind of have to play off each other more energy than mine well how about you Daryl if you're with somebody who is like I want to go 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 and you're just not feeling it how do you how would you balance that go really okay <laughs> No, I, 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 I'm, I'm not saying me go. I'm saying if they want to go, they can go. Oh, wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, if it's if it's something that they're truly interested in and they, you know, feel like it's going to benefit them in some kind of way, I'll I'll try to make a way to go ahead and, you know, hang out with them. I try to go. I can't. I would go, but it would have to be under the understanding uh, that when I'm ready to leave the event, we need to leave. So it's kind of like meeting, meeting halfway. Like, I know this is important to you and you want to do this, but you have to understand this is draining for me. So yeah, we'll go out. You go have your whatever extroverts get from being around people. But when we make that eye contact and I'm ready to go, we need to roll. Like, so I feel that there needs to be some type of understanding with that. Like, I'm not, I don't want to hold you back from having fun, but give me the same respect when I'm getting drained. You know what I'm saying? And for the extroverts on the call, would that work? Like if you guys were with an introvert? Well, see, I have a solution. That... Take two cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that might work. You that might work. how many times I have left him. Because I'm like, I'm ready to go, and you're still playing around and talking to your friends. So I will literally, we're taking two cars, because when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. Right. And that right. was going to be my question to you, Michelle. Like, with being an introvert, with dating someone who's an extrovert, how has that worked for you, like, in the past? It. I've only dated one extrovert, which is funny. I've only dated one. And, um, it worked. I, I liked it. It was because like you, said, when I get out of my nest, I'm all out. I'm good. It's just getting me there. So allowing somebody has to be patient enough to say, all right, you want to go? I'm probably going to say no the first two times. But then if you ask me again, I'm like, all right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? And right. it, because okay. I know it's important for the connection because I understand that that individual gets energy from doing this. 
So I'm going to have to come out my comfort zone a little bit to allow this relationship to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just not do anything because I don't want to do anything. It has to be, you have to meet in the middle. And that's why I said, I'll go, but there has to be an understanding that when we make this eye contact and I, I give you that look, like, and y'all know I got the looks. I got so many looks. So if I give you that look, it's it's time to go. Or if we're taking two cars. But I wouldn't want to take two cars because I wouldn't want to leave them. You know? And not in the sake of leaving him because there might be some chicks who, who are trying to holler. It's more of leaving him. I feel like I'm leaving that responsibility of the relationship because I'm leaving him there by himself. Does that make sense? No? Yeah, to nobody? It makes sense. It makes sense. So if you can choose, if you, for the introverts and the extroverts, if you had to choose between, would you date someone that's the same as you or the opposite? I've done that. I've done do? that too. That's for everyone. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's a good question for everybody. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to start with me. Let's start with Nicole. <laughs> um, so I'm an extrovert and I definitely get energy from like when I go to the gym and other people are around, then I'm pumped too. But if I were to work out at home, I'm like, what is, you know, it's hard to get that energy from myself. But I have been with an extrovert that literally would just keep going 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 and i i would what are we talking about here i'm joking i'm joking the michael jordan cry face like do we have to go out again you know to where i wanted to find a balance but there wasn't because this person just wanted to continue going out so uh i i mean i would say an extrovert because i really like experiencing new things and it's I find it challenging Ooh. for an introvert to want to wow, Nicole. try new things. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to get off here and so. process this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, like you said, you'll say no. And so I honestly, I'll stop asking. Just ask me one more time. I'm like, good Lord. Then we're playing the game. Do you want to go or not? I'm not trying to play games here. <laughs> yeah. See, so, I guess it's good. I'm a girl. <laughs> we won't work out i would say or at least you know give you a week out do you want to go you know on this hike next thursday or something like that but for me i'm all about the experience and it's it's much easier to convince an extrovert to try these different experiences than it, and here's the thing though for anybody listening to it's not that introverts don't want to go out and do stuff we just do it by ourselves it's a difference you know what i'm saying it's not like we don't want to do things we just do, if you will never find me in my house, like if I have money and my car has gas, I'm out. Like you would never find me in my house. Cause I just like to do things. I just do it alone, you know? And then when, so when, when I do get a partner, they're going to be doing things. Like, I, I don't think you would be able to find any ex of mine saying Michelle doesn't do stuff. I do stuff. It's just very small group or I'm by myself. Um, so just want to throw that out for anybody listening, like, damn, introverts don't do nothing. Like we do, we just do it by ourselves. Um, Keisha, would you be more balanced with an extrovert or an introvert in your opinion? Um, you know, I've been thinking about that as I listen to y'all talk. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I think I would probably be comfortable with someone who's a little of both, even though I'm completely extrovert. 
only because sometimes um staying in is kind of cool you know what i'm saying so it's so cool it's so yeah, cool yeah but not all the time so i'm more <laughs> of i've dated someone who was an introvert and so it's like we have to kind of balance it out like okay we can stay in for like two weekends and then we can go out for two weekends or we can do this. So it's kind of like give and take. As long as I can get that give and take, I'm cool. But if it's no, I don't want to go, then I'll kind of feel like Nicole, like, okay, this is not going to work for me. Especially I've been in situations where I've been told, well, you go too much, but then you, the person didn't want to go. So then it seems like, okay, now we have a problem, you know, because now you want to go. So I'm like, well, come with me, you know, or let's do something. Well, no, I don't want to, but. See, so, that's, that's an introvert I can't get down with. Like, if you're going yeah. someplace fun, I'm gone. Let's, let's move it. Let's do it. And, and, you know, Michelle, I can honestly say that about you. And maybe, hey, let's go. Uh, well, come on, Michelle, let's do it. It's going to be fun. Okay. Let's you go. Know, so it's like, <laughs> and then once you get there, it's like, boom. You can't even tell that you're like an introvert. It's just, oh, I'm wild. And when I'm out, when I'm out, it's on. You are <laughs> the castle. You have to come down at the castle. I know. All right, Daryl, you had time, and I'm not letting Darius go in front of you. So no copying off papers. <laughs> come on, Daryl. Don't be scared unless you're talking. Are you talking and I can't hear you? No, he definitely ain't talking. Oh, he's definitely not talking. We scared him away. You'll be back. Okay, he'll be back. We're sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's I a could. strategy to get the other answer. <laughs> you can still copy off the paper. <laughs> that's what. Might, be, might just be wasting strategic. Yeah. Well, actually, I can't really ask the chambers because, like, they're gonna be like, "Well, we ain't gonna be seeing nobody else. We seeing who we seeing right now." But yeah, oh tear. But Ooh, did you? How long it's gonna be? I'm black, and she might kill me one day. You know what? Right. 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 Might not be a long life. So you almost had it. Don't I know. I just had to fuck. I see. That's why. I, wow. That's why I see. Obviously, why I be having this. Never mind. I'm sorry. It's gonna be a long life because I love her, and even though we're both kind of the same but different. She, we do balance each other out because she does want to go more than I do. So she has forced me to open my horizons to different things and just new things. Um, I never thought I'd eat like mushroom steak. Like it was supposed <laughs> to be steak, but it was actually made of mushroom. Yes. Like, food. It's good. Vegan food. Yeah, okay. You keep telling yourself that, but yeah. It's, that's <laughs> all I eat. Mm, I can't do it. I mean, I'll do it in the cage and she makes it taste good. So I forget mm -hmm. sometimes. She's like, trying she to extend your life. Is. She's extending yeah. your life. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and I know since Daryl, uh, Daryl's really hiding from us right now. So we're going to do this. Hold on. I thought I heard something. No. Okay. So we're going to circle back around to Nicole um, to kind of end this out because we're, we're um, approaching our hour. We were talking about vulnerability before you came on, Nicole, and I probably did not give it a glowing recommendation. Keisha kind of didn't either. So <laughs> yeah, we kind of wanted you to kind of wrap it all up in a bow for us on the importance 
the chambers did allow us to kind of listen on how their relationship has grown with it. And Ms. Chambers did say that it's a, it's a process and it's still an ongoing process, but we really didn't give it a glowing seal of approval. So if you want to do your cheerleading thing that you do for vulnerability and the importance of that in relationships, like again, what are, what would you say to somebody who's still kind of like, eh, vulnerability means weakness? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, vulnerability is the bridge to connection. So if you are looking to strengthen your relationship, uh, however, professional or wherever, with your family, friends, spouse, whatever, <clears throat> there will come a time where you will have to cross that vulnerability bridge um, to strengthen the connection. So I feel that it's it's very important in any type of relationship to actually embrace it if you want stronger relationships. If you want to continue to have people at arm's length and not allow them to see you or embrace you fully, then and keep that quote unquote safe area, then you won't embrace vulnerability and you will have less, <laughs> less richer uh, relationships and encounters. So it's, to me, it's imperative. Right. And I agree. I think it is. I think the challenge and Kishi probably can co-sign too is it's not so much the understanding that it's needed. It's understanding you have to allow yourself the a space where it's uncomfortable because you are putting yourself in a situation where you could be hurt, but the outcome is greater than the fear of being hurt. Would you say that? I would. Absolutely. 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 I agree. Yeah. All because right. you're either learning. I mean, you're learning, you're taking on, you know, more information and you're evolving as a person. So yes, it does seem big and scary, but once you embrace it, then you're, you're on to the next lesson with a richer experience and relationship with that person or with yourself. Okay. And then, and I, and I like that, that response. So as we wrap it up, go ahead and Darius and let everybody know who's listening, how they can hear you, talk to you, listen to you and what awesome things you got coming up. Please don't talk to me, um, but you can find me and listen to me. <laughs> no, because here's here's the thing. I say oh that because gosh. the last couple weeks, uh, you can find us on oh, Instagram. Oh, I've seen your post on Instagram. Yes. Yes. I'm I've seen but on Instagram, if you do come, just like some things, make a few comments. Please don't inbox me about Forex, the Illuminati, <laughs> or how you can promote my podcast. If you've got less followers than me, how do I need you? Um, you can find us on what's this shit <laughs> underscore podcast. Clutching my pearls. No, because here's I, I I found out that we've made it now because we have the Illuminati after us. Um, people who do forex and then these uh and I use air quotation podcast promoters who can get me five thousand views and ten million follows if I just give them five dollars in a sack of beans. Like so it's getting outrageous now, the amount of influx that we've received. Mm -hmm. And since I manage the social media myself, I gotta go through this and it ain't fun for me. Cause I don't like social media and I made a place to myself the last two weeks that I will really go on Instagram and really start interacting with people. And it's helped because it got our follower count up, but it's also draining because I don't like doing it. So hard. So Aww. tedious, you gotta respond to people and pretend you care about some stuff and 
you know, well, I just, pretend. <laughs> no, well, not pretend. Well, no, because like I said, the forex people just like I gotta pretend like I don't really need it when I just want to be like, please leave me alone. I even told them it's a robot running our account. And they still decided to come back yeah. and try to respond. But I have enjoyed interacting with people. Um, you can find us live on Facebook every Wednesday, or at least for the last the next two weeks, because our season finale of season three is coming up on the eighth. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but Miss Michelle's coming on the show this Wednesday. I will be there. So this month of August, I've done Dope Black Women in Podcasting um, and just Dope Black Women, period. So every month, every Wednesday this month, we've had a Black female who's either in podcasting or in comedic. I had two comments come on and just let them talk about, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was just going to say, where's what happened to the sound effect? Uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, hey. But no, we just, we, cause I, I really, I did a show called Queenish, which was, we had a panel of black women come on and just talk about real things, just uh, relationships and crazy DMs and all this stuff. Um, so I, it, it was a pleasure and I decided I wanted to extend that farther than one day and just make it a whole month. I've had enough guys come on and we shoot the breeze and talk mess and that's cool. But I wanted my platform. I wanted to make a safe space because it started out as a man cave podcast, just me being able to talk as much mess and offended people, as many people as I can, and smaller become a lot of time. And then I decided I want to do more, um, make it like a late night talk show. So I was able to branch out and going into our. We've only been doing this for a year, so that's how much we've grown in this year. Um, to go into our fourth season and make a lot of connections and meet a lot of dope people who want to work with us and we want to work with them and it's just been fun. Um, so that's what I got going on. So well, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it too. Let's let's check to see if Daryl's returned. Hey, Daryl. Daryl. Yes. Oh, John, oh. welcome back. Oh, Yay! Yeah, <laughs> oh Imagine goodness. that. Oh, it's time to go. The credits is rolling. Nah, nah. Right. He's gonna get that question. He's gonna get uh, the question. Get this work. You gonna get that question. Wait, hey, wait, hey, wait. <laughs> King Kong ain't got <laughs> The question that you missed, Mr. Black Ovation, was would you feel more comfortable in a relationship with an extrovert or an introvert or somebody in the middle? Probably somebody in the middle. You're not going to run me to death, man. <laughs> running all over the damn place. But, but you know, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, probably somebody in the middle though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I do like going out, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, somebody mentioned a hiking thing, you know, coincidentally, I do like hiking my damn self, you know, I'll do stuff like that. But if it's somebody that just wants to run, 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 go to the club every goddamn weekend or something like that, man, you can have that, man. I'm I'm not with all of that kind of crazy stuff, but yeah. So, you know, somebody that's in the middle where we can, you know, chill, relax, that kind of stuff. And, you know, when it's time to go out and hang out and build up that energy, that kind of stuff, then we'll do that. Okay. 
Good answer. Good answer. It does seem copyish off the paper, but I can't say that you did because you weren't oh, no, here. That's real. Oh, that's that real. was real. You weren't you you weren't here for it, so that was an honest answer. Yeah. King Kong ain't got <laughs> <on> me. <laughs> Absolutely right. So tell the listeners all about what you're doing, your podcast, and what you have coming up on your side of the fence. Got you. Yeah, absolutely. The All Things Black Podcast. Basically, I just tell black stories and life experiences through the, all the podcasting. What I got coming up is a um, podcast audio training. I am a audio engineer. Uh, you know, I do have a degree in that, went to school for it and everything. So I'm just really in the space where I want to help podcasters that uh, have been in the space for a while or that's, um, you know, just starting to, to kind of help them with their audio. You know, I do see a lot of times, you know, podcasters out there. That's a, that's an area that they struggle with. You know, content is one thing. I definitely understand that, but you know, I think, uh, you know, audio is, is, has to be married with that. So good. And it, it doesn't have to be like immaculate or anything, but you know, at least good sounding audio will help, you know, your listeners experience and that type of stuff. So I do have that coming up on, uh, the first, and the it's first. Basically, yeah, it's just like a, you know, webinar. So I'm going to just be teaching some of the basic things where people can understand the concept of audio and how to actually record clean from the beginning, right? That way, uh, that way, uh, you know, you have a really nice leg up and your, your content, your great content or your good content to be married with some really, really great audio. So that's what I got coming up. And again, uh, you know, I'm just out in this space trying to make sure that, you know, black people get seen, get heard, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, we find a way to actually come together, bridge our bridge the gaps that's, that's, you know, and different things that's been going on in our, in, in our community and, and whatnot. So I really, you know, that's, that's really what I'm about. So, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm unapologetic about loving black people and I absolutely wholeheartedly love black people. It's going to be like that to the day I die. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I want to thank both you, Darius, Miss Chambers and Victor, even though he had to get back to shooting his movie, like we are so awesome because he stopped shooting a movie to participate with us this, e this evening. So that was cool. But um, in participating in the first live, so we covered everything, the vulnerability, personalities, and speaking life. And as we end, I just want to speak life to you all. You guys are amazing. I'm very thankful to have you all be a part of this podcasting journey, especially to Keisha and Nicole, who kind of took up and picked up the ball when it was fumbled in the beginning and allowed me to continue moving forward with this. So you guys are amazing, and Daryl and Darius, you guys are awesome for just being that support and collaborating and allowing us to grow within this community. So thank you all so much. Yeah, this was and, really, this, oh, was, this was really this was really nice. I thank you for inviting me to uh, you know to this. So I really appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you, Michelle. Also, can I do one shameless plug? Do it, do it. Okay, so if y'all ever need skincare products, right? My wife does that stuff herself in home. And if it can make me unashy, it can work on anybody. I got the driest <laughs> skin on earth. How can we get it? Yeah. Where can we find it's it? It's rooted by Tiana Danielle. You can find it on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, your mama's kitchen, probably because <laughs> she probably got it. I know my mom had some. Um, it's in three stores here in Canton, Ohio. She made it to three stores right now. And we look, well, she's looking, I say we, because I'm a financial backer. I'm a silent partner, but I'm not going to be silent right now. So uh, it's rooted by Tiana Danielle. It's really dope. 
and I wouldn't say it just because she's my wife, although she pays me. Um, I'm gonna say it because it's really dope. She does skincare, you got dread, she makes dread bombs, uh, beer care, every pretty much everything's all organic, all things you can name, and she does it herself. Um, and I love her because it's a business that she is proud of, I'm proud of her for it. She just made a new dope logo. I put it on my Instagram. Um, and I just, a shameless plug. I'm sorry, I didn't want to take up too much. No, time. that's good. And I love to need that. Team I, let me, teamwork. I don't yes. have a discount code or nothing, but I know somebody in the company, so I might be able to hook y'all up. But I love it. I love Another it. example of speaking life. I love it. Speaking hey, life. Yo, and I absolutely. love building like teams. It's teams. Like when when I'm I'm looking at the situation, I think we even talked about that on the podcast. It's like your partner should be your team player. Like even if I don't have an interest in what you're doing, I'm gonna still speak it up. Like That's you right. got this. You know what I'm saying? Right. I might not be able to do what you're doing, but I got you. Whatever you whatever I can do to promote and to push you. That's what I'm here for. And I'm going to need the same thing. So I love to hear that teamwork mentality because I've seen relationships where you wouldn't even understand how they're together because right. it's they're bringing each other down. But I don't know. I, I got a cousin like that. You know, we're going to say that for another time. We're going to need two bottles of uh, rosé, some Cisco, and some MacDog. Hey, so I'm going to so invite you on mine, man, so we can go ahead and get that get that information out there. No, yeah. they, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like to name names, though, so for the industry <laughs> and things like that. So I, my motto has always been, no names, please. Um, but, yeah, I can tell that story. I'm pretty sure they're not going to know it's them, even though they might know it's them. But they, you know, if, if I feel like I you put it out them. there. Right, yeah, right. You know, and if you put it out there in the atmosphere, it's fair game. Like, and it's it's also something called trauma bonding, and we're gonna. Well, that's an episode that's gonna be coming up too about how oh, trauma. They full of, they full of yeah. trauma. Yeah, I mean, that... I'm talking about sending each other to jail. Oh wow, uh, that's not a game. Oh, they got married. So. Like, oh, that's so juicy. Right, Hold on. Now, wait a minute. Now, uh, this might be the couple I know because they got married too. <laughs> you ain't hear this from me because I, what was uh, Burrell say? I ain't want to gossip. And you ain't hear you this. You ain't hear that from me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. trauma bonding is a real thing. I mean, trauma bonding is a real thing. And it's one of the hardest relationships for people to understand and get out of. So, and that's definitely. I think they love we're each gonna... other. They just love each other differently. Well, it ain't my type of love because I, I don't like that. I don't like drama too much. But you know, if it worked for them, they like it. I love it. You know, what's hard to you? We know they what that's code for. Angela and Marcus of the group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. All right. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks again for everyone being on here. And I want everybody to take care. Have a freaking amazing week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and everybody be well. You guys take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye, y'all.